0: Let's start off our day with something wonderful or hear a story about someone being marvelous. Let's make today (laughs) wonderless. This is the show that gives you a daily dose of happy, uplifting, feel-good stories from around the world. Welcome to another episode of Wonderless News. I'm Hoyt Christopher. Let's get right to it. Our first segment is... Hawaii is the first U.S. state to finally ban shark fishing. I did not know this. i uh, That's incredible. I thought that shark fishing was banned, period, but I guess not. Um, so according to new legislation, it is now against the law to knowingly capture, entangle, or kill any species of shark in the Hawaiian seas. So we know that sharks play a crucial role, right, in protecting marine ecosystems. So according to Aquatic Resources Administrator of the DLNR Division of Aquatic Resources, DAR, Brian Nielsen, he says, and I quote, we also recognize their importance in native Hawaiian culture practice, cultural practices and beliefs. So not only is it not good for the ecosystem to kill sharks, any shark, but it's also something that in Hawaii they recognize as being something cultural and, and that they need to, you know, that it'd be good to have that law in place. So, wow. Uh, one third or more of sharks, rays, and chimeras are threatened with extinction due to overfishing. Each year, this is crazy, each year humans kill more than 100 million sharks. Around 73% of the estimated 100 million annual shark deaths are caused by the demand for shark fins, right? You've heard of shark fin soup. I've never had it. And maybe it's delicious, but uh, that's crazy. 100 million sharks a year are killed. And 73% of those deaths, so 73 million, (laughs) are for shark fin soup. And I've heard that they cut the fins off and then they let the shark die in the ocean. So that's like imagine someone chopping your arms off and then walking away and allowing you to just die miserably, right? Because that's they they the the fin is a limb of the shark, and so it's cutting it off and just letting them die. They're not even taking it and eating every part or using every part from what I what I've read. So um, I love that that this is a new thing in Hawaii. Hopefully this is something that will be uh, more widely uh, used and legislation will will protect more sharks. So, um, all right, next segment. New York City nonprofit highlights life-saving role that pets play in our lives. Okay, so this is interesting. Um, you know, I think we mentioned on a show or segment not too long ago that uh, there is scientific confirmation that, having a dog can help you. It can be therapeutic. I mean, some of us have, a, uh, what is it? Um, emotional support animals, which many of them are dogs. Some are cats. I heard some are turtles. I mean, I guess to whoever, to each its own, whatever. But uh, Pets Are a Wonderful Support, which is PAWS, that's the organization. So Pets Are Wonderful Support, P-A-W-S, is a New York nonprofit dedicated to helping older and vulnerable adults take care of their pets, right? So this is good. So an older or vulnerable adult would be maybe someone who is low income or could be homeless or becomes homeless. This organization, PAUSE, is helping uh, these individuals in these groups uh, keep their animals, keep them fed and support them so that they could have them in their life to help them. And basically in some ways be a life-saving role to have that pet in their life, right? So, uh, quote, Uh, The individuals, individuals that we help, they often tell us that their pet is their best friend, their sole source of companionship, their reason for waking up every day, right? So the individuals that we help, those are all the reasons, right? That these animals are their best friends. The reason why they wake up in the morning, that's huge. But providing pet care, physical pet care is expensive and it's demanding. So if you're in an older man or woman, and you have difficulty walking, like my dad as a walker, right? So my dad, if he lived on his own without my mom, without my sister and brother-in-law and the family, you know, my dad living on his own, he wouldn't be able to have a pet unless someone was going to walk it for him and take care of it for him, because he physically can't do that. But having that pet, is emotionally satisfying and beneficial to him and possibly saves his life, gives him motivation to wake up. And I'm saying using my dad, but this could be anybody. So I love that this is uh, something that's available and you go pause, support pause, P-A-W-S. All right. It's time for our wonderless moment of the day brought to us by Rise by Shaman Angelina. Her link to her site on Etsy is in the description of the, uh, of the show. So check it out. Go there and buy some amazing jewelry. Her moment today is going to be of hot air balloons, right? So we're going to see some hot air balloons floating around. And I chose some music that I think is kind of cool. I can't remember exactly what it is, but we'll see it here. So check it out. Ah, hot air balloons. Man, I remember uh, my grandparents lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So if you know Albuquerque, New Mexico, big hot air balloon place. And that was a big thing. Like we would go to visit my grandparents and sometimes we got to go solo, which is really cool. First flight alone was to my grandparents' house in Albuquerque. And um, we would usually go when there was a big balloon festival, hot air balloon festival where they have just hundreds uh, throughout the area. And it was just, it was incredible to watch them. So hopefully you enjoyed that little, uh, moment of the day. Um, let's go on to the next segment. So the ozone layer will soon be entirely healed. Okay. So some of you don't even know really what that means. Me growing up, uh, it's probably seventies, eighties. They were talking about the ozone layer was being destroyed by pollution, smog, and what have you, especially in Los Angeles. I didn't live in Los Angeles then, but uh, they always showed how Los Angeles was covered in smog. Um, and you couldn't see very well. And it was really, you know, harmful for you. In fact, they'd recommend that you didn't, uh, you know, go outside and, and work out, run and whatnot during certain periods of the day or certain times when the pollution rate was higher. We still have those warnings here in, in California and in, in Southern California, but. Um, really interesting that they decided, so what they said was they look, uh, the UN announced that the ozone layer will be completely recovered within the next 40 years. I, I don't even know how this is possible, but wow. Um, you know, this is the, the layer that, uh, shields the earth from the sun protects us and protects the earth from the sun's rays and the cancer causing rays that it can, uh, that it can do. Um, so look, it's, uh, In response, 197 countries and the UE agreed to ban such chemicals with the globally endorsed 1987 Montreal Protocol Treaty. So at that time in 1987, they started banning certain chemicals that they saw did deplete the ozone layer or or destroy it. So now that with those chemicals out, looks like the ozone's coming back in 40 years. 40 years from now, the ozone will be back in full effect. Love it. All right. Well, look with our wonderless thought of the uh, our wonderless thought, we're going to springboard on pollution, right? So pollution. I mean, it's everything from what we see in the air, what our cars are emitting, what uh, factories are emitting, uh, what uh, you know, what what we are allowing to be in the environment. So this is pollution in the air. This is pollution in the sea, water, streets, roads. It's just. We got to do our part. I mean, technology is going to help us more and more, but you hear about and see some of those sto- uh, those visuals of images of the Pacific Ocean and that whole plastic ocean belt, right? This huge, massive area in the Pacific Ocean where um, where plastic bottles and plastic debris are just just uh, you know packed into a huge, like you know, three miles, three square mile area in the ocean. Awful, awful that that's happening and it's not just using less plastic but it's becoming better at recycling better at capturing plastic maybe maybe creating a plastic that is biodegradable hey guess what i heard that hemp can uh, you can make plastic containers from hemp and that it's biodegradable that it'll actually disintegrate and become you know part of the environment at some point i don't know how many years it could be a long time but hey let's try that uh you know the whole point of this is Let's be mindful of where we live. Let's be mindful of what we do and how we uh, how we work through our day. And uh, you know, I recycle the best I can. I could probably do better. We can all do better. So let's try that. Uh, anyways, look, another episode of Wonderless News in the bucket. Send me your stories. Send me your feel good stories, your positive stories, images, videos, whatever. And I will uh, talk about it here on the show. In the meantime, thanks for listening and watching. This is uh, another episode of Wonderless News. I am Hoyt Christopher. See you tomorrow.